0: You're listening to ThunderDog Radio.
1: Is Ben's microphone turned way up?
2: That's what I meant. There's a uh, headphone knob.
1: Yeah, <laughs> You're a headphone knob. You're a
2: headphone knob. <laughs> 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 oh. Actually, you know what? Those levels are pretty good. I think we'll keep them right there. Okay. Sounds good. That's uh, that's good for me. Yeah. Listen to this
1: audio quality, first <laughs> it of all. Is, it is high definition. <laughs> um, you can hear yourself in your I ears, can right, indeed great. hear myself. So yes. for any
2: of our regular listeners, if you're just completely jarred and appalled by the fact that you can hear our voices clearly and we're not at all what you expected us to sound like... Too bad. <laughs> this is this is what we
1: actually sound like, except just a little bit cooler because we have the added bass of the yeah. radio magic. Oh. Hold on, let
2: me turn my mic up.
1: Oh, I did not like that <laughs> at all. We're also wearing headphones so we can hear each other and ourselves live, and it is kind of
2: disconcerting. But it's spectacular. Uh, but there's yeah. also there's no lag, like there is. Oh gosh, yeah. When we usually record, but there is a microphone hanging in front of my face, so I can see Warren with one eye. <laughs> you should flip
1: it upside down so then we can, you know, maintain that full eye contact. You think I can do that?
2: Okay, maybe. The, I mean, mine mine's comments.
1: like that. Uh well, maybe not cuz yours mine's an underhand. Oh yeah, yeah. Mine's Could you could you do like the 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 side like the newscast five? No, cuz it's it's okay. actually
2: hanging. I'm gonna uh, do this. Okay, that works. <laughs> I'm gonna talk like this. Welcome to Ben and Warren's Untitled Podcast. I did not realize we were recording until
1: about five seconds into it. So. We've
2: been recording for two whole minutes. Holy, Holy oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. Wait, is it Warren and Ben's or Ben and Warren's? I think it's B and W. Why didn't we call it
1: that? I I don't know. I think there's there's probably copyright issues with that one.
2: Yeah, with the famous restaurant B&W. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Warren Warren is down visiting here. Burgers and woot beer. <laughs> <laughs> can you, I hope you interrupt me throughout this <laughs> podcast to say, burgers and woot beer. I will not make a habit of it. <laughs> That's okay. You can. Okay. Um, Warren is down visiting from his terrific island. Well, why is there a
1: tuberculosis button on my uh, my audio controls thing? <laughs> That's talkback. Oh,
2: it goes to another room. Okay. And what what talkback is it? It it just says TB, to be determined. It just <laughs> yeah. Talkback determined. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, uh, yeah, Warren's visiting from. I, I came from the north. From the north. Um, and I stayed here. We're in southern Ontario. Yes, and I provided uh, microphones in a room and. I'm doing my part, but not as much as Warren and his (laughs) insanely long drive. Well, you reserved the room space, so... Oh, yeah, yeah. five seconds ago. Well, (laughs) That's because no one's here. It's great. It is great. Yeah. It's nice that you're here, though. How long has it been since... Okay, so let's tell you, the listener, about the last time Warren and I saw each other in person for approximately 15 minutes. Was that the time in front of the apartment building that you were looking at? Okay. Yeah. I saw Ben in front of an apartment building he was looking at for about 15 so, minutes. <laughs> yeah, so Warren was coming through the area because he was visiting some relatives somewhere else, uh, and he was like, do you have time to visit? And I was like, sure, I do. Um, I'm looking at a house at this time. Oh, that was on the way to, was that on the way to the funk show? The funk show, brother.
1: I feel like I had to go get back to Toronto because I was going to the funk show that night.
2: Burgers and Woot Beer. Uh, no. Well, I had to go to something. Yes, yes it was. It was it was that the one? Show. yeah, So yeah. that would have been back in April, May. Yep.
1: Yikes, it's been that long?
2: It's been that long, and and we Holy. met. We, so we met up outside this apartment building, but there was nowhere nice to go. So we just kind of walked over, and we found a cement circle in the grass. That's right. And we stood on it. Right we, next to the highway. Yeah. You, me, and your mom. Yeah. And that's not a joke. No. And we just stood and talked, and it was so nice, and well, I knew you had to go, but then you stayed like an extra 10 minutes, and... I don't even, it just, it felt so hollow and sad, because <laughs> because I wanted to know more about your life, but I couldn't, because I couldn't keep you from the Funk Soul Brother. Brother. Nobody
1: can keep me from the Funk Soul Brother, unfortunately. Nobody can keep me from the Burgers and Woot Beer. See, I thought I was the one who was supposed to be interjecting with that one, not you. It's too late. <laughs> oh, God.
2: Burgers and Boot Beer.
1: <laughs> well, we've jumped the shark, um... Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, we're officially canceled. Uh, the uh, the Thunder... Oh, we got ASMR edition. On,
2: yeah, on the some ASMR way. tea drinking. Here's some... Fran- for, here's for some one listener. Some
1: framboise action. And from the other side. Can you give it a little ah uh, at the end?
2: Oh, that was beautiful. <laughs> that was disgusting. Okay. What, what, what's gone on in your life since the last episode? What's gone on in my life? Uh, I went indoor
1: skydiving a couple of days ago.
2: <laughs> yeah. To which I immediately asked you, Oh, why'd you do that?
1: <laughs> because it was there. Um, I met up with, uh, with, with my, my dad and my siblings on Boxing Day, and we were like, Let's go indoor
2: skydiving. That's and sick. so we did. I've always wanted to do that because I'm afraid of heights, but I like falling. See, I don't mind high places if I'm like
1: if I'm like within a railing or something. Like I can be up as high as I need to be, but the feeling of
2: having nothing underneath me is
1: kind of what trips me out. Okay, so
2: but, okay. Let me let me describe the feeling I get when I'm at a high height. Especially well, no, not especially. But like if I have a railing, if it's a ledge, it doesn't matter.
1: Do you go M M&M and M lose yourself? <coughs> ben has a cough button, which <laughs> I I think I can do the same if I push this and you didn't hear me say this button because I found out how to turn my mic on and
2: off so that is very useful I don't yeah. even have to hit
1: the tuberculosis
2: so, uh, so what's the feeling that you describe? the feeling of being afraid of heights and of course you can let us know if you agree down in the comments
1: just absolutely because podcasts one, all have comment yeah. sections
2: our one visitor please. our one listener visitor, just our s- one s- listener. send us
1: a text or an email or a telegram just oh,
2: fax us I have access to a fax machine anyways carry on fax you that's very rude that was a stretch <laughs> um, so when I get up to a height that's like a cliff precipice or like a building, like the CN Tower, precipice. my body is on the precipice. My body gets like an impulse that it wants to jump off the call of the void. Yeah, exactly. That's such a beautiful way of putting d- d- it. Is, if you look it up. It's, it's a established. Okay. Yeah, term. yeah. Yeah. So I get the call of the void, and I like when I went to the CN Tower and I was on the Sky Pod or whatever it is. Like the the really the small thing like way yeah. up, yeah. That has the windows open.
1: Okay, it's or, yeah. is, it, or is it the main observation level? Cause like, no, there's it's like, about There's that. like the tiny one like way up. That's the one. Okay, wow. Yeah,
2: never so been I never went up there. I went up to that, Ooh. and they have some windows open there, so you can feel in the God amount I. of wind. Yeah. Oh wow, yes. Yeah, and then uh yeah, so they had some windows open. There's a railing there, and there was some dude skateboarding in a circle constantly. But I just up there. I just... That that was the first time I really felt like the need to jump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that was before uh, fourth year when I really felt the need to jump. Well the the project
1: which shall not be named. We we yeah. still have have not done a, a special edition on that project. We were going to bring in guests and talk about the miseries. Are we really? Well, we talked about this way back when we started the podcast, but it's been like That's 2 years idea. and almost almost 3 episodes, so
2: uh, <laughs> uh well, I hope they can I hope they can come here so we can get them on the mics. Yeah, within the next week before I have to go back. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm around.
1: Anyway, um yeah, so <clears throat> Call the Void. It's a call strange the void. feeling.
2: Oh. Yeah. Okay, so Sometimes you don't get a call void void, though when you when you're afraid of heights. Like after after myself and my girlfriend of five and a half years broke up, I decided. Well, there was a bunch of ch- you know what happens when you get a breakup. People just no. go through a bunch of changes. Okay, but you've observed it. You know, I have observed like, it. Like our friend Damon, who turned into a a tank. Well, he was he was well on his
1: way before then, but I haven't seen him afterwards, he so I don't know.
2: Is I'm going to be seeing him tomorrow night. He's training to be a strongman. Oh, he's so muscular. Should I? Have second thoughts about seeing him tomorrow? No, like, no, will no, he snap no, no. me in half? He won't, but he'll make you—he'll <laughs> make you feel his muscles. Okay, if I, that's okay with you, I think I can accept
1: that. Okay, yeah. good.
2: Yeah. Okay. Um, no, but uh, so after that breakup, I was like, well, I want to try a bunch of different things. I applied to this job I currently have. Actually, I applied to a bunch of things. Uh, like it was kind of a kick in the ass, but then I also was like, I've always wanted to try to fly a plane <laughs> because I'm afraid of heights. Okay. Um, so I did. You did. Yeah. I don't think I remember this. I don't know if I told you. I it was just a Cessna and that's, that's, I and that's had amazing. A, I had a co-pilot. Yeah, of, yeah. Yeah, and he showed me what to do, but oh man. Okay, the coolest part, you know what? I'll tell you about the fear of heights thing first. That all didn't right. kick in until the landing, at which point I just started sweating. I got clammy all over my body. He had to land the plane. By Himself because I just well, how much of this did you fly yourself? Like, did you do the takeoff and stuff? No, 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 oh, no. Okay, okay, he did, he did the takeoff and then he, he like, I'm surprised me they everything. would even let you do a landing. Oh, it's man, small towns <sighs> do what you I've want. Got, I've got to take advantage <laughs> while I'm in <mean> one, <laughs> yeah. No, head up, on up to my hometown, okay, and it's uh, it's like 150 bucks, oh, and wow. you have like a lesson. And so, the coolest part about it was we went up above the clouds. Again, in this little Cessna, so like any amount of gust of wind like, yeah. turns your tail and turns your whole plane. You're like, is this fine? The guy seems like he's fine, so everything's fine. <laughs> but um, the coolest part about it was, so he tilts the plane and he keeps tilting it until our wing is like facing the clouds. <gasps> and I didn't know why he was doing it. I thought he was just trying to freak me out, but uh, which was almost working. But he's <laughs> like, now look down. And we look at the clouds, and the coolest phenomenon, it's called a pilot's glory. Your plane is surrounded by a rainbow due to the sunshine hitting the shadow of your plane and, like,
0: hitting the clouds
2: below you. So it's surrounded by this halo, rainbow, around the shadow of your plane. Wow. It's gorgeous. Just, like, if you Google pilot's glory. Yeah. You you know, know, I can actually do that right now
1: because I'm I'm hands
2: off. And we can get a live reaction.
1: Okay. Wow. Unlocking the phone. I got a new phone. That's something I could talk about. Yeah, we'll
2: talk about that shortly.
1: <laughs> Pilot. Oh, I got a freezing rain warning in my my northern town. I just got a notification. Rip. Pilot glory?
2: Pilot's glory? Pilot's glory. Pilot's glory. And Google along with us. <laughs> yes. Take out. Oh. Wow. Yeah. That is preposterous. It's so cool. It's like, it's, I wow. don't regret that experience at all. Well, No. Uh, One of the people also
1: search for Lady Pilot, Hero Pilot, (laughs) Elvis Presley
2: Pilot, (laughs) and and Handsome Pilot. Aren't those last two the same thing? Wow. Well. well, Huh. That is incredible. So, so Warren, for the past few years, as I lived with him, had a, I believe, a Huawei phone. Yep, Huawei. And uh, right from the (laughs) get-go, I think Warren knew... His phone was not long for this it world. It was out of date the day I unboxed <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> and Warren's a very good photographer. So like if you've got this phone that was like old and crappy Whoa. and what was it? Five megapixels? If we're lucky. If we're lucky, it was five
1: no, megapixels. The thing actually took large images, but the sensor was so crap that they were basically yeah. useless pixels.
2: Yeah. So that drove Warren insane to the point where like you didn't even really use your phone much. No. I still don't. It was a utility device and nothing more. Yeah, nothing more, because if he took pictures with it, he would get frustrated. Yeah. It was hilarious. I mean, sad. Um, Okay, so now (laughs) Warren has completely swung the other way with his huge journalism money. Yeah. That we all know is so oh, yes. journalism high. is the most lucrative <laughs> career
1: and it's just every everybody says that you don't you won't make many money in journalism because they're just trying to keep it all for themselves. That's yeah. that's the secret. That's the hot take for
2: today. That's the real fake news yeah. media.
1: So, anyways, I took out a second mortgage and uh, I bought um, I bought myself my first ever flagship phone in the hopes that I can keep it for four or five years or so and then it wouldn't be an actual terrible investment in the grand scheme of things.
2: So what's it like being rich?
1: well was rich until i bought this yes so it it was nice for the brief minute uh, that i got my paycheck before i blew it all <laughs> um, but no the having this device is incredible it's um i, I got a samsung s10 mm-hmm. so it's it's going to be upgraded or it's going to be refreshed or replaced by the s11 in a few months anyway so it's only going to be like a state of the art device for the next little while but yeah. it's the closest i've thing the closest thing i've had to an absolute state-of-the-art experience and it's got three cameras on the back of it one of which is a super ultra wide angle lens which as many people know is my favorite type of lens <laughs> um, that's because you tell a lot of people well yeah it's uh, got 128 gigs of storage on the inside and six gigs of ram which is like infinitely more powerful than the old desktop computer we used to use as a kid that had an eight gig hard drive that's and true. probably like 200, you had eight gigs as a kid eight gig hard drive
0: that's not so ram good.
1: not ram Like storage space was eight gigs. That's not good. It's really (laughs) not good. And the thing was slow for years until we were finally getting rid of it. And then we were going through all these hidden folders. And then we eventually found my brother had made like a four and a half gig file of all of his music downloads. And we're like, well, this is the reason this whole thing has been crap
2: for years. And were they all from like LimeWire? Oh, guaranteed. Guaranteed. Okay. So that computer was completely It had the cancer. Yeah. It it had the disease. The illness got it. Yeah. So okay. So if uh, how many megapixels is the S10? I think
1: it's probably around 16. I think, but it's, it's different depending on which camera you're so using.
2: If you took a picture, yeah, that was good enough. Like composition, could you put it on the paper? Oh, absolutely. Hands really?
1: Down. Yeah, I could. I could totally work
2: as a. And is that part of the investment?
1: Absolutely. I'm. I'm hoping to do maybe even some. Uh, some live live hits. Potentially for the newspaper because every once in a while we do go live uh, on our Facebook page. Oh, nice! And so I, I, I didn't know that. I downloaded the Facebook Pages Manager app, which is the closest thing to a Facebook app that I have on my phone. And uh, so I'm, I'm set up now in case uh, I'm not advertising the fact because then I'll get asked to do it all the time. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm set up in case I want to do that someday. So yeah,
2: that's awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna have to watch for that.
1: Yeah. We did a, um, there's a, there's a ferry that comes up uh, close to the town where I live and, uh, on the first run every year, uh, when it, when it comes up to, to my Island, uh, we always do like a live stream of it coming in. And this past year when I did that, uh, I actually, it was my editor who was using her phone to take the live video. Cause again, terrible phone, no app, anything, um, but what I did is I actually went in front of her phone and I was like, here we are, and it's the ferry coming in, and here's some stats about it. It was built in the 1970s. It can hold this many, <laughs> and then I started, like, narrating as... It was kind of, like, uh, almost you like... You were
2: sportscasting it?
1: I was almost... Coming into the harbor? No, it was almost, like, uh, like narrating what was happening in the parking lot, because I started reading out like the types of vehicles that were coming off <laughs> of it. And- <laughs> Okay. Which I wasn't planning on doing, but like they put transport trucks and there was a skitter machine on this ferry which is like a, like a bush clearing, like it looks like a tractor on steroids, and I was like, what the hell is that? And then some people commented on the live stream, that's a skitter! And then so I, I, I changed, I updated, I was like, I have been informed that, <laughs> that is in
2: fact a skitter. I'm from the city, sorry everybody. I've been informed by the good people of the internet who said it so kindly,
0: that's off Scooter.
2: Oh, um, we got to bleep that I one out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> More editing work. Yay. Oh, good. Good, good, good. What else can I tell you that I've been up to? Um,
2: hmm. 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 Burgers and woot beer. Is this that the part where the like... podcast just grinds to an <laughs> abrupt halt? This is not even abrupt, just like we let it die slowly and then. At the end, we just we don't even say bye. We cut ourselves off in the middle of a sentence. Our listeners might be expecting us to do that right now. But you know what? I have an update.
1: Oh, excellent!
2: I do have an update. I
1: hey, how close should I be to the mic?
2: Oh, as as
1: close as you want. I'm kind of rubbing against it right now, and it feels kind of fun. But uh, you're not peeking. Okay, well, that's good. I just I'm, I'm worried about who others, who, who else's faces have rubbed against this mic shield. You should worry about that. Okay, I'm gonna. Uh, there's the tuberculosis oh. button for a
2: reason. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so what's 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 Ben's update? Um, so my band. Oh. Which, have we plugged the band? I don't think we have. Should we plug the band? It's your call, honestly. It's band. If people haven't figured out who we are yet, <laughs> you, or where we live, or you, where we work, you or, might be dumb. <laughs> I'm kidding. We love you. You dumbass. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay. Um, but our band <laughs> is our band is Ticklish Cage. Um and we we came up with another single. Oh, when yeah. was this? This was That sounded so good. Cool. Maybe a month or two ago.
1: Okay. I have not heard it.
2: Yeah. Well it was it was um it was the one I wrote after my big breakup. That was another thing I did. A lot happens when you break up with someone. So I wrote this one because I was a sad boy. And uh, it took, like, I I wrote it a couple months after the fact when I wasn't sad anymore. But it really, it kind of took this long to actually make it into fruition because we had it written. Uh, we practiced it right before we went to record at Ryerson. Uh, it's just the recordings at Ryerson didn't pan out the way we hoped. Oh. Yeah, a lot of... <clears throat> but it was fine it was good it was good recording good job to the Ryerson people so they saved all the files and they sent them to us and then we you know everything got busy and we didn't touch it for a while but then we came back to it and our bandmate Chris was like hey I have like this cheap editing program why don't we just put these files together and release a song so we picked that one I re-recorded the vocals because I hated them okay I re-recorded them on this microphone we're talking into right now. I was wondering if, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's useful. Um, yeah, and then we we released it. So it's like, I don't know, it sounds like a very painful song. I just, the first thing that Christina said, another friend of ours, uh, when she heard it, she said to James, she was like, is Ben okay? <laughs> 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 uh, Ben's okay. Good. He just wrote a sad boy song.
1: We all go through those periods. and yeah. It's an interesting way to kind of explore those feelings and express them as well and try to get some clarity on them by putting it out
2: to the world. So our to, our bandmate James is uh he writes a lot of lyrics. Yeah. He the one like I'm jealous first of all of his drumming ability, but second because he he can just whip up lyrics. Hmm. Like crazy. My strength is I will come up with like a whole composed thing of what I know I want it to sound like. Okay. But those are so few and far between. Mm-hmm. Meantime, James can be like, Here's some lyrics, and they're meaningful and they're pretty good. Okay. And by pretty good, I mean they're good. Sorry, James, if you're listening, I mean they're good. Uh, <laughs> no, but it's really cool. And then the strength of like John is that he can, he's like a genius at guitar and like, oh, improving. Gosh, and, yeah. And we can just literally play our chords that we've decided for the song, and John can figure out a solo for it. Yeah, like I wish like nobody's business. Yeah. Which he did on uh, past track, cynical. Uh, oh yeah, mm-hmm. that was all improv that day. Uh, and then Chris, now Chris is the real the real glue that holds the band together. <laughs> he he is like just as good at guitar as John. He is constantly advocating for fuzz and phaser every single song we have if we come up with a slow song that's like really heartfelt he's like you know what this is missing (laughs) fuzz and phaser (laughs) um yeah that's kind of that's the band we have two whole songs so you know up and up and we're pretty much famous and um you're all lucky to be listening to me on a podcast
1: Ben's pulling up things on the computer, and I'm kind of curious as to what he's doing I, over You there. know
2: what? The f- computer fell asleep, and I was oh. worried we just lost everything.
1: Oh, okay. But we didn't. Oh, that's good.
2: Uh, the only thing I can think of to pull up is a Jamaican air horn. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah. I...
1: Well, I, w- w- there, was, uh, <laughs> there was a recording booth uh, near near us, uh, just down the hallway, and I noticed the guy in there had a Vuvuzela close to his desk, and uh, we, we could bring that one in for some acoustic sound effects
2: they'd be beautiful acoustic and
1: he had a matching color the ukulele they had it was a matching color as well
2: it's a beautiful studio well everything in there is blue to match the station I think That, that makes sense I think I don't know that makes sense I don't know if it's a rule per se a rule burgers and woot beer
1: oh boy so I have family living uh, living close to where where Ben is now, and so we're doing a bit of a family get together this evening. So that's why I decided to come over a little early or a whole day early, and uh, so we're we're doing our
2: hangout thing now. Yeah, and uh, it and this is really so well. nice. Yeah, it's, it's just nice to see you. To be honest, it's weird talking in person because the program we usually use has a bit of a lag that Warren has to edit out or that Ben has to edit out, and but the lag... it hasn't gotten to. <laughs> And the lag stretches; like it's not a constant lag. No, that's the worst part. Yeah, so you and can't I... just
1: make one edit and you're done. Like you have to constantly, like you have to listen to the whole like hour long nattering session. Yeah, and who
2: wants to do that?
1: Well, I, no, I no. Maybe you. I, Maybe I, you, not, the listener. I'm
2: not. I'm not uh, okay. You, the listener, wants this. We hope that you've fallen asleep by now, um, because <laughs> this is a good bedtime podcast. I feel like it is. Maybe I'll listen. I don't think I'd like it if I listened to it, actually. You know
1: what? I listened to... I couldn't sleep last night, so I decided to... I, I feel kind of bad that I haven't done this until now, but I listened to the first episode of Unstable Universes last oh,
2: night. Oh, my God. And I've got a lot to get caught
1: up on I because... I
2: forgot.
1: Because there is some... From what I've heard, there is some A-plus content in there. I just have not gotten to listen yeah. to it, so I put on an episode last night, and I rather enjoyed it. So. Are,
2: you, are you listening to season one, season one, or yeah, season
1: like, one of the new, like, the rebrand? I think it's the original one because it sounds yeah. like they're kind of explaining
2: how things go. The original, I don't know if it was season one and two or season one that I was really uh, a big fan of. That I was just following along every episode. Okay. Me and my the, my bandmate James and our housemate was uh, we were huge fans, and mm-hmm. we we loved when the mystery people would write in. Because, yeah, who are, who
1: are a couple of your favorite uh, favorite writers again?
2: Um, I think it was Anthony Bourdain. Yes and uh John Oliver right yeah that was their that was their alias names and i was i was actually
1: thinking about doing a little bit of writing and i was going to be Paula Dean or somebody <laughs> but uh, i never <laughs> ended up doing that but
2: <laughs> that would have been perfect yeah you should have
1: yeah. uh wait was it Jamie Oliver cuz i like, didn't Jamie di- Oliver it, that it was it it was
2: a it was a chef theme with yeah. those two guys right i thought you know what i they're both olives right Jamie but Oliver what, and Anthony Bourdain one of them's a little Oliver
1: Okay. Thanks for tuning in.
2: <laughs> yeah, but uh, also a content warning. Um, don't tune in unless you want to hear some F up s a plus content. <laughs> F up s yes. Uh, and the a plus content on on the Unstable Universes podcast. Please ASMR chocolate yeah, opening. I
1: I just I, I started unrolling it, but then I have to roll it. it. You, you, you might have to, okay. to boost my mic a bit. I don't oh, know. Hold on. Okay. Find the opener,
2: we've all been there. Eat it.
1: Chocolate doesn't make a lot of sound when you chew it. That's enough. <laughs>
2: that was the all right. Well, thing I've ever done. thank you for unsubscribing. We understand it. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of at that point. <laughs> <coughs>
1: So, we're, when we record this, we're yep. getting close to the cutoff of 2020. We are. So, do you have any sort of hopes and things that you're hoping to get up to in the uh, the year ahead?
2: Yes, I do. Would you care to share them with our listener? Absolutely. Hello, listener. Remember that hike we took? We actually did. We When Warren... Oh, that's the last time I saw you. Right. Yeah, Warren came home and we went for a hike in Milton. That was awesome. And it was beautiful. It was gorgeous. And this one guy we went with... Halfway through the hike when we got to the location to turn back, he uh, that's when we found out or I found out that he was our one fan and he listened. He's like, Where's right. when's the yeah. next episode? Here's to you, man. Yeah. Love you. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't know if you want to shout out or not now, but
1: uh Mr. KS, this one's for you, my Mr. dude. Mr.
2: KS, we will give yep. you a key when we
1: see you. I'm <clears> seeing <throat> him tomorrow Good as luck. we record this. <laughs> Good I luck, man. I think there, there might still be a piece of mistletoe up in the house. I don't know. There better be. Okay. Um, I hope so, you're as disturbed by this conversation as I am.
2: Oh, whatever. You did ASMR chocolate. Um, you did ASMR framboise.
0: Framboise, yeah, Idaho. So. I, I should
2: have boosted my mic for that. Okay. All right. my throat
0: (laughs) welcome to Warren and Ben's podcast
1: and you may have noticed that I had to mute my mic in that (laughs) section because
2: I was no oh dear okay uh so yeah things I'm looking forward to in the next year starting up my ASMR channel Mm -hmm. um you can follow along it's going to be booty Ben's uh a s m r rock and play host oh. <laughs> with that noise afterward uh, no but, but i wanna next year i wanna take on i wanna do a new role within broadcasting i think that's very it's not it's not only possible it's likely but i want to do a new role within this station i might be uh we'll, we'll see if any opportunities come up at other stations i i want I want to give myself new opportunities to grow. Mm-hmm. And there's obviously still room to grow in pretty much any profession you're in, especially this one, because I've a, I've only been here for like, what, a year? <coughs> yeah, about that, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I think just part of my brain is feeling stagnant, mm-hmm. and I want to fix that. You're looking so, for another challenge? The next challenge, the next thing. Yeah. That's And that's... When I had the interview that I told you about, uh, that's that's what I said because they were like, "Oh, why do you wanna why do you wanna leave?"
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I said, "That's uh, that's the exact wording I used." I said, "The next challenge." Yeah, my brain's feeling a bit stagnant. They were like, "Yeah, it makes sense because everyone radio has ADHD." <laughs> so yeah, that's that's kind of like that's my whole new year plan. Uh, we have some goals as a band. Obviously, we want to get together more. We're only an hour apart. Yeah. But we our schedules just the scheduling is, is yeah. the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll maybe we'll close out this episode with like a bit of Dicklish Cage. Yeah. Just to uh, fade it out. You kinda sound like you said Dicklish. I did say Dicklish Cage, okay. now I'm considering changing the band name. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dickless Cage. Dickless <laughs> Cage. <laughs> now that'll be our after hours. That name. could be your E P. Dickless Cage
2: by Ticklish Cage. It's tough to decide on an EP because I can never tell when they're kidding. <laughs> Like, Chris Chris will always send to the chat, like our band group chat, he'll be like, new EP name, and then scream some scream some kind of name. And I'm like, okay, but that might be good. I don't know if you're kidding. And then everyone else just gives it a thumbs up, and I have no so idea. So, I don't think anybody really knows what's going on at this point. I don't. I think originally we were going to call it Pity Party after one of our songs mm-hmm. that we also came up with that we have not released yet (laughs) oh it's a secret (laughs) yeah oh in case you're wondering why i'm coughing so much um i had bronchitis tuberculosis okay i had bronchitis in both lungs for
1: the past couple weeks but i'm over it now i'm i heard you um i was listening to ben doing his
2: radio show a few weeks ago and uh you he, he was struggling through oh, it. Oh, you heard it? Oh, I, I yeah. The end times? Yeah, that was right before my sick days. Yeah, it got worse from there. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it was. Worse. Well, it just all of the, the
1: energy and fervor from your voice was just gone. It was just like, <laughs> hi, I'm Ben. <laughs> yeah. Here's a look at your traffic.
2: Yeah, I had one traffic day. I came in. I thought I would be okay. That I was wrong. Okay. But I did traffic for an hour, and it sounded like, it was like the four hundred one eastbound. Is up to speed from London Wow. out to Mississauga. Every one of those breaks was me catching my breath. That's incredible. And I did not. I was like, "Oh no, it's just a cough." It was, it was not. Wow. I mean It was a cough. It's just a bad. Cough. It's a hefty cough. Hefty. So, what are your goals for the new year? Well,
1: I'm in a. I'm in a. I'm at a similar stage where I'm kind of looking to go and find the next challenge as well. I'm really, 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 really fortunate that where I'm working right now, it's a full-time permanent position. And the people I work with are absolutely incredible. I just love them all to death. Like, I'm, I'm legitimately, like, a part of the family now, which is just, I, I'm so fortunate to have that kind of connection. However, the work I'm doing isn't exactly what I want to be doing. Like, I, I do love what I get to do, and I love the people that I get to meet and the places I get to go through my job. But at the end of the day, I'm working as a print journalist and I just, I enjoy having the more flexibility to have the fun, do some visual storytelling, like video, video or, or like photo, more strict photojournalism. Like I, I take pictures for my stories
2: and that, but. Wasn't that also something that you got an award for in school? Multimedia? I got
1: an award for audio storytelling. Yeah. And, um, I've always like our school was, was I was, our school was big on, on training us for multimedia and online,
2: uh, content. So that's, that's kind me. of more where my training must be nice. Yeah, hey, I, we had we had uh, our own after school newscast. That we trained was, ourselves. Yeah, it was awesome. We got we got a lot of help from Mark, the tech guy who oh yeah who, who ran the studio. But we taught ourselves a lot. Jerry was pretty supportive too when he could be. He could be. Yeah. And then uh, speaking of Jerry, when we did a live broadcast, um, Warren gerrymandered a bunch of wires together to make that work so that we could have reporters out nightmare. on the scene. And um, we had this one. We had this incredible host who was, he's John from my band, but he, John from the band, was our host. And he could just improv. Like he does on the guitar. Like he does on the guitar. On the spot, we were just, we were the directing. So we were in his ear, like in his ear fob. (laughs) Basically, all the instructions he got from us was like, Okay, you got Recap, one. recap, 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 <laughs> recap, recap, <laughs> recap, recap, recap. And we're just telling him, like, please do a recap. He somehow recapped for like two minutes at one point while we showed just a still shot of a parking lot. Yeah. To this day, when we mentioned parking lot to him, he, like, shudders and puts his hand Everybody involved up. in
1: that production gets a little triggered when we mention a little the bit, parking but lot.
2: A but we're proud of it.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It was a complete nightmare, but, like, I love, I had such a good time that day.
2: Yeah, it was a great day. And the night before, the excitement, too. Yeah. Planning it out. And all the plans went down the drain and everything. Throw out the rundown. Yes. Make the rundown. What? What's the steps again? I, I don't know. I, like, I don't work in broadcasting. No, there's like an inst- instructional thing. It's like make the rundown, go over the rundown, triple check the rundown, execute the rundown, throw out the rundown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you, so you want to move on to the next challenge. I'm
1: I'm starting to look, I'm not really actively looking. So it's just basically if I get a really cool opportunity that gets shot across my bow, um, (laughs) I'm, I'm considering it. One of those is a job that I've been wanting to apply to since October 26, 2017. So don't you dare apply to it if yeah. you're listening it's to actually, this. It's actually, it's closed as the t- <laughs> time of recording. Um, however, I'm not going to get it. Uh, I'm, I'm about 98% certain I'm not going to get it. I'm going to keep that 2% of hope. So you're telling
2: me there's a chance.
1: I'm telling, well, th- I don't rule anything out in this life, but yep. um, all signs point to no. So... <laughs> Um, every year the, uh, tourism department in the province of Saskatchewan hire somebody and they basically pay them for a one year contract to drive all over the province and just make photos, videos, blog posts about the cool things that you get up to. I didn't know that you were, you're 98% sure that one isn't working. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah why? Well, for three reasons. Number one, um, they have not had, well, th- this is, this is not number one, um, I'll start with probably the most likely thing, and that's the fact that um, every single person they've hired for this job, understandably, is from Saskatchewan because they have knowledge of the province and all that, but um, I'm kind of going at it from the approach that I'll be able to take everything in with fresh eyes and be able to bring a new perspective to it, and that's kind of how I'm trying to sell uh, my bid for this for this application. Uh, the other reason that I'm not entirely likely to get it is that... It is a very, as you might imagine, getting paid to just basically travel around and write about your experiences for a whole year. It's, it's a pretty sweet job. So it's very, very high demand. Yeah. And, um. How many applicants do they get? I don't know, but. Tell me
2: more, tell me more.
1: I have watched a number of application videos. There's a couple that are like really, really strong. Um, there's a couple that I was not very enthralled with, but, um. I mean, that's not, not my call anyways, but anyways, so that's number two. And number three, they should probably, if, they, if they're thinking strategically, they should probably try to diversify their position a lot more because there's been a certain hom- homogeneity with a lot of the past applicants. Not all of I them, see. but- um, Are people calling them out for it? Here and there, yeah. It hasn't been- uh, okay.
2: It's so, but- smoldering.
1: It's smoldering, but it's also you have to, you know, take in the context of how everybody voted in October. And so maybe it won't come up to the, the head uh, that that much in that in that part of the, the country, but we'll see. Um, yeah. But anyway, so three factors that are probably not quite
2: in my favor, but I'm putting my name out there. I'm, you know. That's not 98%. Not that's like 89%. Okay. Give yourself that 11. I, I'll go for the 11. Thank you. Um, always go for the 11 so that, that was
1: one and then I was really really frustrated because that's like a job I've, I've been dreaming of for years even though it's not likely but then I was really frustrated because I was just kind of scrolling through my twitter feed one day and I found out that a somewhat local CBC affiliate is hiring a reporter and editor and it seems like something that I would you know have some skills and, and background for however it's closing date was early December so I was like Theoretically speaking, if I were to get an offer for that job, I would know way before I would ever find out about this like dream job out west. So I was like, well, that, that sucks. But uh, the deadline has actually since been extended a few times for that. So it's now ending in early January. So
2: And didn't you say the girl who told you about it? is also applying
1: yeah so there's somebody who currently works at that station she didn't tell me about it but i i have like chatted with her a little bit in the past and so i just kind of mentioned it to her and i was you know getting some advice for her but yeah she's worked there for 14 years but she's still a casual employee so this is like a permanent full-time position so she's applying planning to apply for that thing
2: ah yeah so tough that's more that's more than 98 that yeah maybe you never know
1: What I'm hoping to get, what I'm really hoping to get out of this is I'm hoping that I will be fortunate enough to at least have my resume, you know, register on their screen and they'll call me in, uh, the executive producer will call me in for an interview at least. So then at least I can make a connection, be like, hello, I exist. Please, you know, keep me in mind if anything cool comes up in the future and um, I'll be around. Yeah, Yeah, basically. So that's kind of where I'm hoping for. And then other than that, I'm not really actively applying to anywhere unless uh, something really cool just... Shows up,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's the nice thing is is like all the things you've told me about your job, like how close knit it is, the amount of very specific knowledge you're getting about that community, but also uh, just just the cultural learning opportunity that you've gotten, and journalistically, what uh, journalistically your paper being mentioned in the Globe and Mail. It wasn't. Wasn't it? No, but some of the things that I
1: kind of uncovered and reported on were Okay, well, yeah. Used. That's what's crazy. That the things that I do have a broader impact in some indirect way. Well, not even indirect. Uh, that one was pretty indirect. But They didn't credit you? No. Big, big media outlets never credit the small guys.
2: They didn't even say where they got it?
1: Well, that's the thing is I'm sure they could have found it somewhere else if they had talked to the right people. But, I mean, chances are they probably read my stories. I just can't prove that and nor do I really want to bother spending all that energy to do so because it's just kind of petty at the end of the day. But, uh, but still if you had- work for a major media outlet and there's a small community outlet that's been following a story for a while or has been doing a lot of good work on it or breaking it, just give us a casual mention. Just be like, "Hey, these guys have been talking about this for a little while." That's it. Then you can do your the rest of your reporting. But just like you know, we're all we're all part of this thing together, right? Yeah, I don't like we're not. We can't compete with. I you, don't. So.
2: I don't think that major newspaper is looking at you as a competition. No, no. In we're particular, completely different service. But e- even with that, yeah, like you said, like the the broader implications of something that you uncovered, even that information making it into a major media outlet possibly by questionable means, who knows um, is incredible and is also like just complete proof that your work matters and your specific work is valuable and has had value for the country yeah, how cool is that it's pretty wild, I don't think I I can say say that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I I can't actually. I know that I can't on a, on that kind of scale. That's like a that that is the goal. I feel like when it comes to journalists especially that's like a, that's an unspoken goal. Knowing that you've made a difference, yeah. Knowing or just, that just, made just making a difference, a difference, yeah. Yeah, but like a a measurable one where it's like, yeah, yeah I've, I've done a lot of work throughout years, therefore I must have made an impact. Which is also true, but actually seeing a definable oh hey clear example. I uncovered this. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. And that's your
1: boy. That's one thing that kind of does make me a little bit nervous about moving into broadcasting because with broadcasting, it's more of a day to day kind of like this is what's happening, versus I'm at a print publication that comes out once a week, so I have time to sink and dive into, into issues more and that's so rare. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of freedom in that in that way. Like unless you're like an investigative reporter and working with like a, a year-long story, you really don't have that kind
2: of time and Yeah. Well, yeah, unless you're Kevin Donovan. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Which are those reporters are rarer and rarer. Yeah. I hate that word. I shouldn't have used it twice. Uh they're becoming more scarce. Uh, more scarce. <laughs> scarcer and scarcer. Scarce crows, Burgers and wood beer. <laughs> We got him, ladies and gentlemen. We got him. Um, no, but what, what was I saying? Yeah, broadcast is a lot more day-to-day. Yeah. It's, and that's the one thing I worry I'm going to be missing out on. Uh, there have been stories that I have to drop and questions that I have to leave unanswered because of deadlines. Yeah. That's... We
1: have a colleague of ours <sighs> who's also working for... He's working for a community, like a smaller community station, and he's expressed a similar thing as well uh, about... Every once in a while, he'll come across stories that he really wants to
2: pursue more, yeah. but he just he just not You can't. don't have the time. No. You don't have the time and, The like, resources. Uh, you probably... That's the thing is, you have the... Yeah, you don't have the resources, because the people at the station are depending on you to make some content for that day. Exactly. You'd have to, in particular, be like, hey, are you... Is your newscast full this day? Can I, like, leave? <laughs> is that cool? <laughs> are you... I don't know. Yeah. That is, that's, I think that's the downfall of some broadcast media. There's other broadcast media that's specifically dedicated to that. Uh, like W5. Right. Fifth of State. CBC marketplace. Marketplace. And some podcasts who do that too.
1: Absolutely. I listened to such an incredible podcast. I was actually through frequency on the network, uh, made, uh done by the host of the, the big story, which is yeah. one that I listen to that one every day when yeah. I go to bed. Um, there was a podcast called The Gravy Train. And it was oh, yeah. all about... The Rob Ford Rob podcast. Rob Ford story. Oh, my gosh. It I is haven't just, heard it yet. It is... I, I was just so captivated, and I was doing it as it came out. So I had to wait a week between episodes, and I'm always like, oh, but I want more. Like, it was... It's so well done. That's I highly awesome. recommend you check
2: out The Gravy Train podcast. I'm going to yeah. listen to The Gravy Train podcast. It's just going to poke you. Yeah. It's, a, it's a prodcast. It's a prod... It's going to poke you right in your
1: ear. I'm prodding you with my loud syllables. And yet,
2: you didn't peek, son of a b. How do you feel about uh, murder podcasts, murder podcasts? crime podcasts? I haven't listened to them. There's one I would recommend, okay, because I liked it. It's still disturbing. Like all cry, all these true crime podcasts are disturbing. But I find some of them go, uh, I find some of them go way too deep into the details, mm-hmm. and they they just give me too much. I'm like, yeah, It's I'm a not lot. In, I'm not about it. That's a lot, yeah. Um, Bear Brook, okay. It's just called Bear Brook by New Hampshire Public Radio, the old NHPR. Oh, I think it's NKPR, but so maybe I'm wrong. But it, I, I know they're out of, <laughs> they're out of New Hampshire, and it's just about these. In the eighties, they found these barrels, these like, in these like uh, these plastic barrels, with. I'm just watching Warren adjust his mic right now while trying not to make any sound. I turned it off for him, but he's still acting very carefully. Attempt to adjust his mic. He's not doing it very well. He tried, though. Um, And It's about this... Anyways, it's about these barrels they find. Uh, Some kids are on their bikes, and they spill one of them, and like this milky-looking substance comes out, and they're like, ew. Anyways, they bike away. Turns out there was bodies in it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. This actually happened. Yeah, yeah. So the whole thing is about figuring out who did it. Um, not necessarily why. The whole thing is figuring out who did it because the guy who did it is so he changes his identity. And that's what they find out is this guy and they call him the chameleon. Oh wow. And he Oh, it's just I don't, How long ago did this happen? I don't want to spoil anything. Uh, they honestly, the the craziest part about it is it just got a major update this year. Oh. To the case. And it started back, like like I said, like in the eighties or the seven late seventies, maybe. Uh, either way, time This case is the one that made like genealogy, as in like looking into families and identities that route, like DNA, DNA, DNA. It also led to that, but it led to genealogy as a strategy to figure out oh, murderers. Wow, which like now police stations in the U.S. are hiring. Genealogists. It's like hmm. the new way to hunt down like these people who you can't figure out who they are. That's pretty incredible. Yeah. It's, and it's really well told. That's, that's the thing about it is the, the people who make the podcast just do it really well. Big fan. Hmm. I will have to look into that one. Yeah. So now we've given you our podcast recommendations. Yep. I feel like that's a nice way to close out <laughs> unless you have anything else you'd like to add. I don't know, we're
1: kinda we're kinda doing a little bit of barrel scraping here because we I I was personally unprepared, uh, even though I knew this was happening for weeks. And yet we still filled fifty minutes. Five
2: zero. That's right. What? Yep.
1: Thanks for listening.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we'll uh we'll play you out with some ticklish cage and we hope to hear from you next time.
1: Absolutely. And before we go, we should just give a quick thanks to our sponsor. Uh, lunch today is being provided by Burgers and Wood
2: <laughs>
1: In fact, they haven't, I, I haven't eaten
2: lunch yet. So, oh, yeah. Um, we were going to go for lunch, and then I just ate lunch and didn't let Warren eat. That was okay. I didn't want to stop you. We're going to go get lunch. And uh, wave, we're going to wave to Ariel on our way out. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Thanks for joining us. I'm so happy we got to do this in person and uh, too. and live and indirect. Live and indirect and in your ears and in HD sound.
0: H. D. D. Just playing my heart Like that from the start. Just playing it smart. A cynical bastard at heart. Fear totally because trust and only lead me to catastrophe. Cause perfect only lives inside my fantasy Watch carefully Though I'm never gonna see the things I need to see Just play in my heart Like that from the start Just playing it smart. I'm a cynical bastard. You're never gonna see the things that you should see in me
2: for tuning in. This has been ThunderDog Radio.